This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Tis the season to talk money. Fa-la-la-la-la. Is that copyright protected, too? I'm not sure. Probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Money Talk Show. The preeminent money talk show in America. Yes, I know there are others that are bigger, but they're wronger. We're righter. We're going to work on your uh, English. Uh, no, no, we're not. Who cares well, anymore? Well, you know what? I'm decades away point, from being dead. Why bother? I tell you who does care. Who? Because you sent me the article. Well, the New York Times. I mean, that was a splendid article in today's paper about uh, Ukraine. Wow. Wow, that's that was like an interesting words, way to. Too. That was a really interesting transition. No, because from, they write so well. The got it. The so New York. Well, the New York yeah. Times is who you refer yeah. to for style yeah, and you know, punctuation yeah, wow. and all that. Yeah, that was. A, that, I sent Tom an article from the the, the New York Times this morning. That was quite possibly one of the best researched articles I've ever seen. It how was. How many people did you? Say how many words did you say? It was thirty thousand? I'm going to say it was a lot of work. I read it for like 25. I believe it was like 18 reporters who helped put this thing together, and it was on the on Russia and and Ukraine. It was. You want to know what's going on there? I mean, it's got all the angles. Fascinating. Man, it was really good. I couldn't put it down. I just could not put it down. Debbie would talk to me. I go, no, you can't talk to me right now. I am engrossed with this article. It's so good. So I, I, you can gift New York Times articles. So I was yeah, gifting them that. to people. Very nice. No, it was very nice. Um, so it was good. Anyway, uh, we're going to do something we haven't done. Oh, I want to give you the phone number. It's 855-935-TALK. <laughs> that we've done. That we've done. 855-935-8255. I want to do something we don't do very often, and that is carry a topic over from one hour to the next or one podcast to the next. At the very end of the last hour, as time was running out, the clock was running down, we were at the end of the game. We couldn't go any longer. Uh, We got a call from a woman who's actually one of our clients, very nice woman, Bernadette, and she wanted to know more about indexed annuities, equity indexed annuities, indexed annuities. They're, They're all the rage these days, and the smart set, among the smart set. Um. (laughs) <laughs> and gee, I wonder why. By the way, well, they're all the rage why because would they be? here's why the thing they that they gone? promise. I just, I hate this because it is such a lie. They promise, and folks, I am saying this is a lie without any fear of reaction from anybody because it's a lie. They say they give you the returns of the market with no risk. That's not true. They give you a tiny fraction or a fraction of the returns of the market in good years up to a cap. And it's only a percentage of it. And it's none of the dividends, which are an important part of the market. Dividends are like 2%. They are. Yep. No risk. Well, you know, the no risk part, mm, it's the insurance industry that's backing it up. So 
I don't like saying no risk. I would say low risk, low risk, but not no risk. I hate that the insurance companies can get away with saying that their investments are guaranteed. They're guaranteed by the insurance companies and an insurance pool that isn't nearly big enough to cover a major default. And if you might remember a decade ago, we almost had a major default. Would it be not for the U.S. government? Why? Right. Oh, and that was an insurance yeah, anyway. company. It yeah, was the biggest large. one in the world. Yeah. So, I mean, again, but let's just take this one more step back. The question at hand is, why do you need this product? You don't. Because what you, what you're really doing is handing the volatile, the risk uh, from taking it from yourself and giving it to somebody else. And the trade-off is you're giving up about two-thirds of the return. That's the numbers that we see. And you don't think they know that? The insurance company totally gets that. They know that they're going to get the lion's share of the returns in the good years, and they know that the good years outnumber the bad years by a huge margin. So for this is really good for them. It is better for and, them than for you. And they have the money you no longer do, right? Mm -hmm. It's their money, not yours. Uh, the, the advantages are clearly on the side of the insurance company. And as you mentioned, the person selling the product who gets a large, large commission. commission, huge commission. And if you want some ideas to how large the commission is, when you're pitched an index annuity, the first question you should ask is, how much is the surrender fee? That will tell you about how much the commission is because the surrender fee is designed to get, a, get the commission back to the insurance company. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, welcome back. I'm Don. That's Tom. The number is 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. We'd love to hear from you this holiday season. And we're season. actually here. And we're, we're right actually here. here. We'll be here the next two Saturdays as well. This is I'll how... I'll be here next Saturday, Don the following. This so is we'll how devoted here. we are to you. Or how, how lack of a life we oh, exactly. have, probably. But Tom, I said, Tom, you don't have to do the 24th. He goes, what else am I going to do? I'm here. I may as well I got no life. I'm just going to talk on the radio. And I went, hmm, exactly. sounds kind of like my life. I never leave my studio. So call. Call, call now. Us. Call Keep us then. Company. Call, please. Call yes. forever. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Now, Tom, you had mentioned, I think in the last hour or last podcast, what the return was year to date for the total market. Uh, the it's, total about, it's about a loss of market. about 10.5%. That's only through Wednesday. That does not include Thursday Oh, my Friday, the gosh. You didn't include two days? days? Which are, they're anyway. bad days. So maybe you're probably more like 12% or so down. However, Negative 12 if you down. owned a number of individual stocks, some very popular ones in prior years, you took a beating. For example, one of the, I mean, my gosh, one of the favorite stocks of everybody everywhere on the planet for many years was a little company called the Walt Disney Company. The happiest stock in the world. Yeah. When, Isn't that what it was? Uh, uh, at the like beginning that. of 2022, that stock was trading as high as about $158 a share. Right now, it's around $90 a share. Well, but not going back not too much further, it was a 201. I went back a little. Oh, yeah, I'm just talking about year months. to date. I'm just looking at yeah, the, it, the past year. Not long ago, yeah, it's, it's down 50% from that high. Yeah, right. 
and and, and that, that is a huge drop. And the reason yeah. I mention Disney is because it's the story of massive mistakes. And this is what's wrong with owning individual stocks. They can turn on a dime. Now, you, you remember uh, not too long ago, Bob Iger, the brilliant CEO, and he is brilliant. I mean, his book is great. The, the, the man is, is, is very good at what he did. Um, he built the Walt Disney Company up to this behemoth. He went out and he, he bought Lucasfilms and he bought yep. Marvel and he bought, Big uh, you know, yeah, got, huge. He bought Fox, bought Fox, mm-hmm. uh, yep. created this gigantic company, built more rides. Theme parks were doing great. They were packed. They started and Disney then, Plus. They were making then, money hand over fist. And then Bob Iger retired. And, but he, they, when I read the article today, I didn't realize he had retired and unretired a number of times over the years. Well, they kept saying, who are we going to get now? to do this? Yeah, right, exactly. Well, they then they hired a guy the named guy. Bob Chapek. And now I, I live five minutes from Walt Disney World. So, And by the way, you said you weren't scared of the insurance companies. You might be scared that Disney hears this and comes. Yeah, I know. I've dealt with them. for. Oh, I used to do my show out of Walt Disney World for, for several years. Disney Studios. Uh, from the Walt Disney Studios. I know this company really well. Bob Chapek was the replacement for Bob Iger. Iger picked him, but he's a money guy. This is one of the mistakes that's made in business. You take a visionary guy and you replace him with a money guy or gal, and all they can think is, what are we going to do to keep the bottom line strong? Well, often the stupid stuff you do doesn't help the bottom line. And then there was COVID. Yeah, okay, so you get the COVID. You get the the furlough. Well, 100,000 people from those theme parks. I didn't know it was that many. I read the piece today. They were practically shut down. JPEG had one idea. Iger, by the way, stayed on as chairman when JPEG took. So it's a little bit of a conflict there. They went with Iger's plan, which was the more gradual method. JPEG said, cut everybody tomorrow, clean right. it up, make him go away. Right. Didn't do that. Uh, then they had the battle with Scarlett Johansson, which I'd also forgotten about over the oh, fact that wait. you don't release movies in the theater, but I get paid a piece of the theater. You do them, uh, the streaming service. I get less money. You got to pay me more for that. So. Wait that a minute, a, Scarlett Johansson. You bad. mean the the wife of the guy on Saturday Night Live, Colin? For Colin, what's Colin's last I don't, name? Now? Yeah, but I I know that they had a battle with her. Um, then they moved to this new pricing plan at their theme parks. Oh my which, gosh, that has more people up in arms here. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And then on top of all that, I'd forgotten also that they had a quarterly loss recently of five billion with a B dollars. This is a company that, you know, didn't make it money. I mean, they always hadn't made a lot of money because, as you point out, there's some creative things they do, et cetera, et cetera, that cost money. But they've always been profitable. And now you have this $5 billion loss. And what happens at the end of and low? This, of course, led to low employee morale, which I guess, according to the article, is horrendous. It's, Even it's Mickey awful. is frowning I, these honestly, days. Honestly, half the people I know work for the mouse because we're this town is full of either Disney files or Disney employees or ex Disney employees, cast members. And, and they, they're not happy. They are not happy. They don't like their jobs anymore. They don't like the, the structure of the parks anymore. They don't like dealing. The main thing they don't like dealing with is the unhappy guests. And this is a great, great, great illustration of what not to do. You don't jack up the prices 
And? And add-on extra prices. I, every, I swear, if you're going to go to the bathroom there, that's going to be another $5. Oh, and, toilet paper, that's two more. And I mean, it's crazy. reduce the quality of the product at the same time. Another problem. Yeah, no, they've got a lot of problems. But here's the other thing that I find interesting. They had to fire JPEG. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they said they on the on the DL they call Iger back. Hey, you want to come back to your job and uh, run the you know the Matterhorn thing? Oh, sure, I'll be glad to do that. Boom, he comes back. They fire Chapek again. Who knows what the next ten years? I mean, it may be great for Disney, right? They still have the theme parks, still have all the creative stuff you mentioned. But this is the risk of owning an individual firm and, and a, what had been a great one, and probably will be again. But the the fact of the matter is management this i had this argument about with my wife about apple many 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 years ago when steve jobs was dying we knew he was yep. going to die we did not know yet who was going to replace him or how good that replacement might be turned out it was a great replacement tim cook was better than steve ah, he's been terrific yep. but at the time debbie goes what should i do with my apple stock now i was st- at that point i was advocating against owning any stock i said i would just get out of the darn thing I wouldn't own it. And guess what happened? I have never heard the end of that. I'm going to text her now in her room. I don't know how how many years it's been, but every (laughs) time there's a story about Apple, she goes, who told me to get out? Don McDonald told me this. We just don't think you should be in any of them at all, because this is what happens. But we'll talk talk about in a minute about the one that would have been better had you owned this stock. Oh, well, good. Tell me what what the hot one is that I should be buying now. 855-935-TALK. Don and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Talking Real Money. And the best part about talking real money is talking real money with you. Yes, we love you. And we love to talk with you. So if you want to talk with us, you need to call because we can't, you know, just talk with you without you participating. 855-935-8255. You know, the other great... What? What? I wasn't done. thing about this show... Okay, go ahead, finish. No, I'm done now. Okay, you know the other thing, great thing about this program? Um, you're on the it? The hot stock picks we give you. Oh, yeah. Well, this this show can yeah. be so hot. This is hot, hot radio. How much of your portfolio is in PT Adaro Minerals, Indonesia? I don't even know what PT Adaro Minerals is. Well, so there's your first that problem, That would tell my me friend. none. Well, yeah, no, well, probably okay. not none. Wait. Oh, wait. No, because I think we own Indonesia, and it's probably a big part of Indonesia now. Uh, this is, according to uh, the fine folks at Bloomberg, the best-performing stock of 2022. Now, that could still change because we have, what, 10 more trading days? No, nine more trading days until the end of the year, something like that. Anyway, the point of the matter is, you people should have run out and bought PT Adaro Minerals Indonesia back in January because it is up 1,595%. 1,595%. They have got to be in lithium. Okay. All right, they smart guy. Mostly in coal. In mostly lithium. coal. But they have moved to diversify into aluminum and battery making for electric vehicles. Here's the deal. 
I just yeah. I just checked the Avantis uh, Emerging Markets ETF. Okay. How how much of Indonesia? Two percent of their portfolio is invested in Indonesia, which means wait, let's see. What I can, the market I, cap of PT Adaro is. I can view. I wonder how long this will take to load. I can view. I can view the entire portfolio. Oh, um, they probably, but they probably only have a few hundred stocks in Indonesia that we're in. Uh, well. Okay. Well, well, while you're doing that, I'm going to go ahead and give people the runner-up. Yeah. Because maybe you just move half of your money to this stock too. This is a joke, by the way. Don't do that. Turkish Airlines. Wow, I forgot what a big year it was for airlines. Really? Turkish Airlines is up uh, 617%. How do you spell Adaro? A-D-A-R, minerals. Adaro, here they are. If I need to spell minerals for you, then I remember. Yeah, it's in the, uh, it's in the, it's, uh, it's symbol is A-D-R-O. There you go. Actually, they changed their name to Adaro Energy, I believe. Of course they did. Yeah, it's a lot sexier than being in coal. Yeah, I think that's it, because that's, is there another okay, Adaro? I, no. just full disclosure here, disclaimer, disclosure, we're not recommending Google buy these. This, com- this company, this program does not recommend hot stocks. And I bet in a year from now we're talking about this might be one of the biggest losers, because stuff like this goes straight up and it comes oftentimes straight down. By the way, speaking of that, one of the worst performers the last year, <laughs> Class A shares of Coinbase down 85%. Yeah, PT Adaro is now called Adaro Energy. Yeah. Who was the one that was down? I wasn't listening. Coinbase. Kind of like your wife. Uh, <laughs> she has no idea what I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, coin- uh, that, that makes perfect Snap. sense. And by yeah. the way, Coinbase, is it Coinbase? Yeah. Yeah. Coinbase, yeah. their their auditor uh, said they're not going to release their audited results. They kind of just said no. Uh, they have something to do with it's, the stock going down by that much. It's yes. Mazars. It's the same one that was uh, doing oh, the accounting God. for Trump. Yeah. Was doing mm. Coinbase. I'm not wow. making any political comment. No, I was just stating that? a fact. The haters are going to hate on that one. Well, the haters are going to anyway. hate both on the crypto. Yeah side and the political side i so. can take that better than the political side any rate don't run out <laughs> buy hot stocks uh don't buy disney don't buy a daro don't buy Trump and don't buy crypto because in the in the wake of that that auditor quitting almost all the cryptos are plummeting again so stay away 855-935-TOM tom and don are talking real money We're talking real money. Well, we're back, and I'm Don, and that's Tom, and you're out there not calling us at 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255, that's the number you're not using, and uh, we're just going to keep pointing that out until you do. So, Mrs. Mazel will be back, it says, in early 2023. That's not very long from now. Yeah, why are they so vague? And, and, and why... It, here I binge it's watch. It's not like it. I'm going to tune in to Prime Video every night. Is it on? Is it I, on? I, I binge watch these shows, so I watch yeah, them all too. in like a yeah. week, and, and so I I have to wait like two years for them to yeah, come back or something. Yeah, well, show does go back to the 1950s, so you can see why it take a long time. It takes a while to make it. 
Yeah. 855-935-TALK. Oh, yeah, speaking of which, I, I – uh, because I did the acting thing and, you know, I went right. on the acting. Still doing the acting thing, I'd yeah. Still doing voice acting. Um, yeah. But I haven't done any real acting. But I went on the acting site, so I get these notifications from casting people. And I put New York in as one of my locations because my mom lived and there. And I have to take what? it out. Yeah. I kept getting all of these casting calls for for speaking or not for for featured extras in Maisel. Nice. The good fight. And I went, I'm just going to fly up there and be an extra. It was like $200 a day. It's not great. Whatever. But, you know, Hang out. I thought That'd it'd be, be fun. fun. But I didn't yeah. do it. 855-935-8255. You can call that number live or you can call it any other time. Well, you'll be live when you're making the call, but we won't use it live. We'll record it and we'll use it at times like, well, kind of like these. Yeah, hey, my name is Adam. Um, I'm a small business owner that I contribute to a simple every month. I contribute $1,000 a month into a simple. And I do have a financial advisor, fiduciary, who is. Um, I also have a traditional IRA that I did not contribute to. It's from old jobs. So um, my question is I was wondering if I could just con- open up a simple myself and just contribute to a target date fund and not have to pay a financial advisor and, um, I guess, save on some fees. So thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to see how much you can contribute. I always forget. It's, it's more than what he's contributing. If he's contributing a 1000 a month, it's higher I than get that. I this one mixed up with the... S- Simples and SEPs. Yeah, simples and SEPs. Contribution limits limits for the simple in 2022 are 14,000 or 17,000 for people 50 and older. Yeah, so he's he's, he's close to maxing it. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's it. Unless that's all he has with his advisor, which I cannot imagine because it doesn't. Most advisors have, you know, quarter of a million, half a million dollar minimums. The fee is like um $120 a year? No. Okay, and I got to ask. Is it $12? 12, 12 wait, 1%. You figure that yeah, out. Yeah, it's 120. 120. Yeah. Why is it you don't want to pay your advisor to manage this money? Is it because you don't think you're getting your money's worth? There you go. Okay. So the question then is what aren't you getting? Mm-hmm. Because if you're just paying somebody for asset allocation and perhaps a little rebalancing, then that prob- you probably are overpaying them. But your advisor should be doing way more than that, should be putting together the plan, should be talking to you every year about changes in your life, should also be keeping you making those contributions, keeping in the market, all those kind of other – there should be a lot more work than just here's here are the few funds are going to put you in in the simple. Um, so – not getting that in some ways. Well, but again, you can save it. Is it a lot of money? No. Is it money? Yes. One hundred twenty dollars. That's you know that's real money. That's a well, nice that's dinner up. out. No question. Yeah. Uh, but uh, an advisor should be earning his or her keep. A great advisor, and this is not from us. This is actually from two different sources. But the biggest source of this information is Vanguard. Vanguard did a study and found that fee-only advisors add about, right about, 3% to your to the return that you would have gotten doing it on your own. Yeah. Because you so, make so many mistakes, and that's the thing. But, yeah, putting it into a target date fund, it's hard to make a mistake there. 
but are you going to get the tilts and the things that you need? Probably not. Is it worth the move? It depends on what the advisor is providing. But yeah, you can certainly do it on your own. We have no problem with that. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. It's the Talking Real Money Lightning Round. Welcome to the uh, calls. I'll wait until the last 15, 20 minutes of the show. That's where like we are right do now. with their money, yes, too. Yes, exactly. I'll wait until the last I'm just about to retire. Minute. What about this? Boom. Okay, so let's sure. get started. Kathy, welcome to Talking Real Money. Oh, hi. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I was looking in Vanguard at two funds. One's BDE, like Victor, David, Edward. It's an ETF for energy. And then... The mutual fund, B-G-E-N-X. And one, so you said ETFs might not be so good? No, 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 no. Quite no, the no. opposite. Exactly the opposite. E ETFs are great because they don't, they, they have some tax advantages. And they tend to be of a lower cost. Now, um, the Vanguard uh, Energy Fund uh, the mutual fund is a an actively managed fund. The mm -hmm. ETF is an index. And I get a oh. sense, I, might, I know why you might be interested in this, because it's made money this year in a year where most things have not. Am I correct? I was actually in the um, the mutual fund, and it got to a kind of what I thought was a high point. So I sold it a couple weeks ago, but I want to go back in and get in the ETF. Why, though, um, for how long were you in that energy fund? Why, why were you in that energy fund? Um, I was in since January because I heard energy was one of the sectors that might do well. And it was correct. Um, yeah. However, will it be the sector that will shine going forward? I'm going to guess not. Have you noticed the price of oil right. and gasoline, oil and gas all, which was way higher and is now much lower? I mean, we don't believe in making, and I hope this sounds okay, sector bets. Yeah. Right. Bet on a particular part mm -hmm. of the economy. Uh, that, that It might work for a while like it did here. It could go south in a big way as well. I'd prefer to see you take your profits Count yourself incredibly lucky. Take that money and move it into VT and just own the market. V um, T? Just VT. Two VT. Yep, two symbols. VT. It's an ETF that owns the entire global stock market. Every bit of it. Well, I'll look at that then. And, um, yeah, I would take a look yeah. at that instead of VT, VDE because what you're doing when you're betting on sectors – you're, you're betting. You're gambling. When you're picking sectors, you're saying, I know the future. And while you got right that time, this next time, you may not be so lucky. As a matter of fact, the odds are you won't be because you're going to revert to the mean at some point. It's been a great sector for a while, but it's, it's not likely to be the winner going forward. We were just talking about that one energy stock, the the uh, the coal and Adaro. lithium company yep. and and they've done incredibly well but do we think they will in the future 
we don't know, but the odds are they'll revert to the mean, which is a slow, steady growth across all the sectors. So I wouldn't try to play the market. I would just be the market. Thank you so much for the call, Kathy. Oh, and by the way, Kathy, if you have any other great ideas, call me off the air the early part of next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're not going to listen. All right, Lee, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, guys. I'll try to keep this short. Uh, I do uh, invest in the things that you guys talk about for my retirement, but lately I've been really focused on the fact that my sale or my savings account is just so piddly at the bank. And I've looked at these and got into three brokered CDs with my Vanguard account. Yeah. I can buy three months uh, there inexpensive, maybe 5K uh, for each of the three I bought. They'll mature January, February, March. And I, what I'd like to know is, is what are these? Because the first one I bought was Discover Bank uh, yeah. offering uh, a decent return. And when I went to go online and look at Discover Bank, I had to keep it for a whole year. It was actually resulting in less than what this little three-month experiment will is Vanguard buying a pool of CD yep. and yes. offering yep. it to exactly. that what the brokered part is? That's what the uh, brokered part is. And that's okay. one of the reasons why they can afford to pay more, because they don't have to do anything. They have no work. What they do is they just put this big block, they place it with a broker like Fidelity or Schwab or Vanguard or whomever. They place this multi-million dollar block of CDs. And they say, we're going to pay you more because we don't have any costs associated with managing it. You're going to do all the management. Excellent. So they're, okay. Well, and they, I don't they, think I'm paying fees to, to Vanguard no, to, to you're do not. this transaction for me. Uh-uh. Nope. Vanguard is merely playing the spread. Here's how that works. You buy a CD from them. You're just going to hold it to maturity. Some people don't. Some people go, oh, I want to get out a little early. So they sell it back to Vanguard. Vanguard pays a little less than the price they're going to sell it to the next person for. Puts that in their pocket. And they put that in their pocket. Yeah. You know, brokered CDs are they're, becoming they're, a bigger and bigger deal. You hear more and more yeah, about the deal. And the so, rates yeah. have been incredible. Mm -hmm. So if you have a regular yeah. brokerage account with hopefully a discount sure. brokerage account, because you might pay commissions elsewhere with some God. brokers but if you're with uh you know ameritrade or e-trade or fidelity or vanguard or schwab buy those brokered cds from them if you want absolutely safe money at a very very nice yield very nice yield and michelle you're next welcome to talking real money hi i love your show and uh i've been wanting to call for a while i am getting ready to retire in march of 2023 and I have um, a good amount of money in a 401k with my employer, and they do an 8% match. And I've always contributed um, up to the IRS limits and gotten the full match. However, in 2022, even though I felt like the investments I had through the 401k uh, were well-situated, um, I still incurred losses in the account that ate up all the contributions over the 2022 period. And I know it's been a tough year for everybody. Um, I want to know, uh, I already have uh, Roth IRAs, and most of my 401K is a Roth 401K, but I do have some traditional funds in there because of the match. I want to know if I should open two new IRAs um, and then uh, contribute the 2023 7500 
across the two, the IRA and the Roth IRA, and then move a large lump sum portion out of the 401k because I'm retiring and can't contribute in anymore anyhow, and then maybe protect myself from market risks by using the funds um, with a direct transfer, but investing within the IRA accounts, maybe in CDs, um, so that I don't... Oh, okay. So you're saying because because the market has behaved badly for most of this year, yeah. you want to switch from being in the market to just absolutely safe. But you're going to, in your yeah, company and- plan, you should have a stable value fund or something of like that that would be basically the same as that. Yeah, but she may get better. She may get better choices outside of it. Maybe. But here's the thing: what you're doing is you're kind of time in the market. Um, everybody lost money in 2022 who was invested. Everybody who was invested lost money, and that's okay. It happens. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. As you keep the lawyers happy.